The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Thank you for tuning in. Yesterday was Mayor Eric Adams' State of the City address, his third State of the City address. Can you believe that? I feel like the guy just got elected, and already this is his third of his four State of the City addresses for his first term. And uh, basically, it was very similar to most of the other State of the City addresses that mayors have given over the years, which he touted what he believes to be his administration's accomplishments. He talked about what he's going to do to meet the challenges going forward. This was pretty much the overall tone. We've taken over 14 thousand illegal guns off our streets driven down the number of shootings and homicides by double digits gotten four million people back on our subways and welcomed almost 62 million tourists back to our hotels theaters and restaurants and he emphasized crime is down and jobs are up and if you go with the statistics that is true and i wouldn't blame him for touting that and i thought it was a well-delivered speech i would be saying the same thing one of the things that was very important is that even though the governor nor any of the legislative leaders speaker carl hasty or senate majority leader andrea stewart cousins they didn't even bother to attend the state of the city speech he made a plea for help from albany because of the migrant issue one of the things that i thought was a little bit un- Unusual was him claiming that the latest public health threat is social media. He talked about uh, the problems with social media glorifying uh, children riding on top of subway cars and things of that nature. That was something you don't typically hear in a State of the City address. But when it comes to New York's problems, I think he really omitted the, unless I missed something, and I didn't watch the whole speech, but I did read the highlights and all the articles that uh, people wrote about it. I think he really omitted the fundamental thing that makes New York City life so difficult right now. Affordability. People are moving out of New York City, especially the middle class and, yes, the well-to-do, who bring with them, when they leave, a whole lot of tax revenue. People can't afford to live in New York. You can only afford to live here if you're super rich or super poor, and that's going to get even more difficult because they're going to implement this congestion pricing tax, which the mayor supports. So I thought that was conspicuous by omission and very telling that uh, the mayor didn't have a plan to improve affordability for the middle class. There was a lot of talk of housing for lower-income folks, a lot of good news for real estate folks, but if you're just a regular middle-class New Yorker, there wasn't a lot for you here. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Go! Everyone, this is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Well, I warned you, I told you weeks ago this was poised to be the AI election. What have we seen since then? We've seen in New Hampshire a phone call, a series of phone calls, supposedly in the voice of Joe Biden 
when it's not really him, going to voters and some voters being fooled. We've seen a whole bunch of stuff on the Republican side of things as well. We've seen uh, my friend Roger Stone, supposedly the victim of an AI attack in that they claimed he was trying to assassinate Gerald Dadler. And Roger insists that that was an AI recreation. I can't speak to that, obviously, but that's what Roger claims. Well, now the AI audio phenomenon has hit New York State, and it has to do with Manhattan. Democratic Party boss Keith Wright. I know Dominic Carter spoke about this earlier, and I find myself largely agreeing with what he said. But here's the deal. AI-generated audio of the Manhattan Democratic chairman, Keith Wright, talking smack about Assemblymember Inez Dickens, who he did not support when she ran for city council last year, went mini-viral among Harlem political players on Sunday. We tried to get a hold of the audio of this, but uh, Elias, in spite of an exhaustive two-day search, was not able to find the audio. It's the first instance, at least that we're aware of, of somebody using AI for nefarious purposes in New York politics. We have played you the audio of Mayor Eric Adams misleading New Yorkers by using AI to fake his own voice, speaking Spanish, Yiddish, and a bunch of other languages. But that was more to make someone look good rather than make someone look bad. So the 10-second clip of Keith Wright was linked on audio sharing site SendUp, S-N-D-I. UP with the title Harlem New York Politics Exposed and it was shared with Politico New York. It claimed Wright was caught on a hot mic. Quote, yeah, she's running, she's done. I dug her grave and she rolled into it. This is a profanity laced clip, which if you know Keith Wright every other word that he says is mother effer, so that's very much in keeping with what Keith Wright sounds like. Lazy, incompetent, if it wasn't for her, I'd be in Congress. Now Wright said it wasn't real. Quote, in an attempt to divide Harlem, someone created AI generated audio that was misogynist and disrespectful to the legacy of our esteemed assemblywoman. I don't know if this was AI. I haven't heard the audio yet myself, but I'll take Keith Wright at his word. He strikes me as a pretty straight shooter. He's not one to pussyfoot around and beat around the bush when it comes to people that he likes or doesn't like. But I think this is a true representation of what he's thinking, but I think this is a whole new chapter of dirty tricks in politics. The next time you hear the audio of someone, I think it's going to be fair to ask is, did that person really say it? Beam me up! To be continued. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. There has been a surge of interest in midwifery in recent years. I don't know that I know personally any young parents that have had a midwife deliver their child. I probably do, but none immediately come to mind. But there's been all these shows. The one that most immediately comes to mind is Better Call the Midwife. There's been movies. I think one is just called The Midwife. Another one a couple of years ago called Pieces of a Woman that uh, display people using a midwife. So it's becoming more and more popular around the country. And in New York, it is still really restrictive to be a midwife. And in New York, 
Midwives are trying to change that. They're asking state lawmakers to loosen the restrictions on their ability to practice in New York, arguing that the profession helps fill critical gaps amidst a statewide maternal and infant mortality crisis and should be expanded. And state officials, including the governor, have said that nationwide death rates that arise from birth complications are a major focus for policymakers this year. And her executive budget includes proposals meant to tackle those mortality rates, which the State Department of Health has cast as an issue primarily affecting black and brown mothers. Midwifery in New York is licensed and regulated through the Board of Regents and the State Education Department, which has certain education and hospital training requirements. Midwives who fall in a separate category known as certified professional midwives do not possess a New York license, but are backing legislation that would allow them to practice here. They say they're trained professionals whose credentials would suffice in many other states. And there was a news conference at the Capitol on Tuesday, and people that support this advocates said that legislation that would expand licensing to certified professional midwives could prove a lifeline in maternal care deserts across New York. They contend that enabling more midwives to practice in New York, especially in remote communities where hospital-based birth centers are either too far away or not customary, would allow families more flexibility and ensure safer birth outcomes for both mothers and children. I have to tell you, I completely agree. I am not at all happy with what I am seeing in terms of birthing statistics in New York and in the country. Not at all happy with infant mortality. Not at all happy with the number of C-sections, quite frankly. And I think to allow certified professional midwives to practice in New York, as they do in dozens of other states, can't hurt and it can only help. That's my two cents. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Some sad news out of New Jersey yesterday. Passaic County Sheriff Richard Birdneck fatally shot himself on Tuesday at a restaurant in Clifton. And Passaic County officials who knew the 13-year Democratic sheriff and longtime veteran of the Clifton Police Department were absolutely shocked, to say the least. Patterson Mayor Andre Sayag told News 12, this is a very painful time for Patterson. This is a very painful time for Passaic. There had been some bad headlines about the sheriff's office last week, but it's impossible to say at this point whether they played any role at all in what at least appears to have been a suicide. Birdnick on Thursday announced the layoffs of 29 correctional officers just a day after three sheriff's officers were arrested for allegedly beating a jail inmate in 2021. Here's the president of the Patterson City Council, Alex Mendez. It looked like he went along because they hear gunshot and people run into the bathroom. But uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. So all I know is that he was having lunch here. And all over the sun, he went to the bathroom and took his life. The magazine Turk of America, which is a Turkish-American business and lifestyle magazine, tweeted that they had spoken with Birdnick and that he had spoken with the restaurant's owners just 15 minutes before he reportedly walked into the restaurant's bathroom and ended his life. And to me, this is just a horrible, horrible thing. I don't know anything about this 
sheriff. I don't know whether he was a good public official or a bad one, but he was a person with friends and loved ones and a family. And now he's gone. To me, every suicide is a tragedy. I don't care if this guy, and I'm not saying he was, but I don't care if this guy is the most corrupt guy in the world. For him to take his own life like this, it is such a shame. And if you feel like you need help and you need to talk with someone and you feel like you might be at the end of your rope, consider calling the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988 988 because there's nothing that you've done in your life no matter how horrible it is that merits taking your own life so this is a horrible thing which i hope we can all learn from to be continued